everyone in this episode of History Unloaded with Ashley and Danny. said my name first this time, putting myself first for once. And in today's episode, we're talking about... Time travel. Because nobody wants to be in 2020 right now. Facts. What do you think, like, a time traveler would think if they came to 2020? I don't even know. There was a picture. So I've been following, like, baseball because that's one of my interests. And there was a picture of, like, one of the first games because they just finally got to actually play games in MLB and somebody was like making a catch in the outfield and the background was like cardboard cutouts of people and teddy bears in the stands and they're like what would like all past baseball players say if you show them this photo and it was like no idea it looked weird well you wonder what if we had a time traveler from the Spanish flu time period I don't know they, they, they come in like plague masks. All, so all you're proposing is that we bring the Spanish flu to 2020. Like, thanks. I mean, what else do we got to lose, Danny? I mean, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so instead of bringing people to 2020, today we're going to talk about leaving 2020. And so... Are we all excited about that? When I posed this episode idea to Ashley... I said it, I actually have two questions for this episode and I'll start with one. So if you suddenly find yourself in a time travel situation, like, and you have, I don't know. Suddenly. Suddenly find, I guess I should give you some time to prepare. Like you have time to grab your bug out bag and like a gun. Like what do you take with you as your survival gun? If you are being transported back in time to an undisclosed, undisclosed, like, like you don't know when you're going back. So that's that's a tough one because like I'm the entire time you were talking, I was thinking dinosaurs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's I said you don't know when you're going back. So that could be an option. Well, and and so the the thing that kept flashing in my mind was like it was on display at the Nevada Museum of Art. And it was um, one of Bob Lee's engraved guns. And it was a Nitro Express double barrel rifle. And it was like it had dinosaurs engraved all over it. Because, you know, it's what you shoot like a water buffalo with, you know. So if I were going back to the dinosaur age, I would probably take that. Do I need to take something else? Like, are we talking bug out bag stuff? Or just like... No, we're just... I mean, it's assumed that you have everything else fully prepared. We're not going through that packing list. We're just talking about the gun. Okay, so if I was going back to the dinosaur era, for sure that. Um, but if I was just... Would it what? even help, though? Like, would a gun help against a dinosaur? I don't, like, there's all sorts of memes about, like, the Marlin has, like, their guide gun listed as, like, T-Rex rated, but I don't think any bullet is actually stopping a T-Rex. Um, I mean, I don't know. You don't know that. I mean, I feel like there's only one way to find out. Obviously, we have to time travel. Either, either time travel or figure out how to resurrect a T-Rex it like Jurassic Park. I don't know. Maybe that doctor that was on that super controversial thing yesterday knows how to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh man, Google, Google. Um. So, dinosaurs are an option, and so maybe it's a maybe a gun that could help you against some smaller dinosaurs. You know what I would take though, and it's the same answer for the zombie apocalypse. And I die there just like I died in time travel situation. And it's the Liberator shotgun. Okay. What are you laughing at? I've, that's a really interesting choice. Like, what? I want to hear the reasoning for this choice. Uh, so here's the reasoning. Okay, so like it's not like a single shot firearm, you know? 
I'm not, I'm not going basic. Like I got four, I got four shots. It looks cool. And so like, I feel like if I time traveled back in time with a liberator shotgun, people would think I was like a badass space alien or something. And they'd be like, man, I don't want to mess with her. So you're going for like, I want to be cool. Like not necessarily the usefulness of the gun itself, but the usefulness of like the appearance of a gun. Yeah, like I think I look pretty cool. Like you throw me back to prohibition, I'd be like, hey guys, check out my short barreled shotgun. And so then you don't actually have to use the gun because people are like, oh, well, this lady's kind of crazy. I'm not going to mess with her. Exactly. You know, and that's a good point because I think the issue that everybody forgets in this is you got to bring ammo. Like your gun, like, are you going to carry like 600 rounds of like, you know, whatever that nitro cartridge is for the dino gun? No, but I can buy some ammo. I can buy some ammo. I can get some shotgun. Shotgun shells have been around for a long time. Shot shells have been around for a long time. So certainly they give you some leeway. You're more likely to be able to find, like, say, if you go back and you end up in prohibition in this random time travel scenario, you're more likely to find a shot shell that'll work than perhaps a, like, Nitro Express cartridge, although they're probably around if you're in prohibition era. Yeah. So, and I think, Uh... like if you're trying to like give yourself as wide a swath of possible of like what is useful, probably going for appearances. It's also kind of like the, like the Lewis and Clark strategy of taking an air rifle. Like, Hey, look, we can shoot this Chirodoni a bunch. We're not actually going to use it that much. Cause we're just going to use it to intimidate people. Like, and so if you were doing that, I mean, I think the liberator shotgun's not intimidating, but I think it's a cool factor. So what would be an intimidating thing to bring? <laughs> and don't cop out. What's that? Don't cop out. Um, it, do you like bring a maxim and like just enough ammo to fire off like 50 rounds for anybody that asks and be like, see, I can do this. Don't test me because I only have 4,000 rounds total. But what if you bring, so like you bring a historic gun in time travel and you like randomly show up and you're like, you could be like famous. You could invent the gun before it's invented. So, so you, yeah, you like take a gun you could back. Roll in like a few years before Hiram Steven Maxim, you know, gets his gun off the ground and be like, check this out. Yeah. So if you show up with the Maxim gun and you're in 1870s, like you just made a pile of money. If you show up with a Maxim gun in like the 1700s, nobody can make parts or ammo for you and you're just kind of screwed. So, like, that's the dilemma I see. Um, so yeah, so you roll in like to a historic moment right before something's invented and you make a lot of money but then like what if you roll in like during world war one with a villa prosa and you're like look how cool this is i think you just get laughed at <laughs> right like or yeah you like time travel and you try and prepare for everything so you bring yourself like all right i'm gonna take like a black powder muzzle loader because if i take the recipe for gunpowder with me like i could probably make do and then you show up and you end up in like world war ii and all you got is a muzzle loader like great good job this is, in hindsight, this is, this is a very like you should have had like a, a time period to go back to. So this is my this is my next question. All right. Okay. So let's make it specific. If you're taking a firearm back in time, like here's like this is the big what if scenario that everybody always explores. And the first question was sort of a setup to this is that, all right, let's pick a conflict. Say, name your I'll let you name the conflict, and then what gun do you take back? to try and influence that. Like say the American revolution. I just, I said I was going to let you name it and then I named it. Um, but, but world war one, beginning of it, the Burton light machine rifle. Okay. There you go. That would be actually pretty sick, right? You'd, right like, it would. You'd have to be able to take it back to the right people though. And like convince them 
that this would be a better gun than what they're using. I bet I the Italians would have bought on. Foxy. I'd be like, you're just an engineer right now and nobody important, but stop working on your anti-tank rifle and make and make this thing happen. Right. Like make this, it's going to be the future. Like how you convince them that? Because Pugsley would have known about the burden. Like he would have, he would have had well, that. Why wouldn't Pugsley have known about the burden? No, I said he would have known. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said it. I'm like. The question is why didn't like Pugsley like wield a little more? Well, he was pretty, he wasn't like chief engineer yet or anything. No, he was, he was a nobody. But, um, you know who you wouldn't show it to? Winchester Bennett. Well, you wouldn't show him anything. No, no, you would not. Um, okay, so Danny, what time period, what gun? Oh, I thought you were going to give me a time period. Oh. Give me a time okay. period and I'll figure out again. Okay. We're so good at this podcast thing. So good. Um, okay, time period... Post-Civil War South. Post-Civil War South? Yeah. What am I trying to accomplish? Can I do one? Yeah, yeah, I want you to do one, Camila. Okay, let's say... Um, wait, this is Danny I'm choosing for? Yes. Okay. Because apparently uh, he doesn't like my my time frame. I mean... Two yeah why don't you I, I don't know what I'm like whose side am I on in Reconstruction South I don't know Danny whose side are you on in Reconstruction South I don't know I'll pull Did the Ida B. Wells and take a, I'll take a few crates of Winchester and the Ida B. Wells slogan okay what about the Britain no yeah Britain in the 1400s oh so they probably know what gunpowder is but not much else um, I would say so, Danny. Rude. So Roger Bacon, is that right? Twelve eighty no. something. Um, I would probably take them. I would take them a brown bess. Why? Because they're not going to be able to make anything. Like if I took them a Maxim gun, it's not like they can. They don't have the steel like machining capability in fourteen hundred to build a replica and build cartridges and stuff like that. They do have the ability or probably can get there to make the barrels and the locks and the flints. They just need somebody to like show them that this is a doable thing. So like, yeah, I take them like a brown vest and see what happens. What about China in the like 800s? China in the 800s. Um, what's that? What is China in the 800s? Uh, well, I think for anything like American the, historians, for the win. I think anything before, like, say, 1700. Well, no, I'll say anything before 1600. My answer is probably going to be similar because it's like I want to take them something that they can replicate. And I think for the most part, that's probably limited to like a flintlock. Or maybe, maybe, maybe a percussion lock. I could bring a Gatling gun. Okay. Mm. I could do demonstrations, not like to hurt people, but demonstrations 
to show them my superiority so that I could rule everywhere. Okay. So I think I see two Going different approaches. Clark route on that one. Yeah, I, I see two different approaches. Like my approach here is being like, I'm trying to survive and maybe advance technology. Ashley's just trying to become like local warlord and do it that way, which when I think about it, that might be the better strategy. I know you're going to come there with something that's like practical. Like when in history has anyone as a historical figure appreciated a practical advancement in any type of technology? You're like right. You're right. I take it all back. That. I'm taking a freaking Gatling gun and a pile of ammo. And when the ammo runs out, hopefully I'm already warlord. <laughs> um, Camila. I asked you guys and you were talking so, but what about to the future? Like, what would you, like, if you were time traveling in the future? Yeah, um, that's what I thought this episode was going to be about, actually. Yeah, me too. I, so, I know. So I, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still don't have an answer. I'd probably bring the Liberator shotgun because someone would be like, wow, that's pretty cool, Ashley. I saw this archive video 200 years ago. It was when this guy named Ian talked about it. Do you know him? Oh. My freaking, like, like, I love you, Ian, but my freaking time travel nightmare. <laughs> Your time travel nightmare does it go 200 years in the future. Was 200 a years in the future. I'm irrelevant. Nobody knows who I am, but they still know about Gunji's. All of Ian's videos are archived in some library of At the Cody Firearms Museum. Yes. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen, like, if, if anyone's wondering. Um, I probably bring the Liberator shotgun because it looks space agey, and I'd be like, "Yeah, cool. I'm super. I'm super retro." <laughs> so you bring a like, all right? You got to bring a retro gun. Um, at that point, I'm just bringing the Burton because why not? Um, Camila, what gun would you bring into the future? I would bring the a flamethrower. That's cool. Yeah. Actually, the flamethrower is probably one of your better options for like if you go back to because. It makes a great great demo, probably keeps the dinosaurs away, like if you end up too far back. And so maybe that settles it. Like a flamethrower so is your best friend. Like I think Camilla just won this. I think she just won. <laughs> We're sitting here and like making shit up, and Camilla was like, I'm over a flamethrower, and she survives all time periods. There you go. I and future. And you could probably like if you knew like what material, like if you had the recipe for the fuel you could probably cobble something together that would work. I don't know how you'd pressurize the whole system again, but you'd certainly impress people in the short term. I I feel like if you brought a flamethrower back though to like early, what is China? Like, I feel like they already had one and they were just like, okay. I was struggling to remember when they invented the fire lance. I, mm, 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 Which is kind of like a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> history. Um, we wrote this so, down. Yeah. Do you have anything else, Danny? Because like I don't know what to say after that answer. I think flamethrower wins it. We're done. Oh, I just broke my microphone. I mean, do we have anything that can top a flamethrower? Well, I'm sure there's lots of people that'll be like, blah 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 blah. Oh, yeah. 1911. Oh. I take the 1911 anywhere. Okay, and then you have to carry a whole pile of 45, like. Because anything that takes a cart like a modern cartridge is going to be a pain once you run out of ammo, then it's useless. Yeah. Well, for the past, but for the future. Yeah, for the, if you go forward. Yes. Okay. 
Ashley's got I'm nightmares. coming up with something. It's percolating in my brain. So we're not going guns. But if you could go back in time and change an outcome in a military battle, what would you change? Because it's still technically related to firearms history. I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Oh, I guess my question wasn't that good. I mean, I thought you were going to like say like body armor or something like that. Oh no! Like if you give everybody um, in the okay, new question. A if you could have eh, eh, eh. if you, the like always question you get in like grad school interviews and like boring interviews, so I'm gonna do it now. Um, if you could go back in time and have lunch with a historical character, who would you be? It's Frank. Or who Burton, would you? For sure. What's that? Frank Burton or Edwin Bugsley, hands down. I would. Well, I always used to say James Longstreet, and I want to give him a hug. Interesting. Do you know who he is, Camila? No. Oh, yeah. This is not going to be a popular answer. James Longstreet was a Confederate general. Um, he was like the like he was he was like Lee's right hand guy. He's he fought um, generally during the um, Battle of Gettysburg and um, pretty hard. Um, Pickett's charge is actually Longstreet's assault because um, he was in charge of it, but not because it was his idea. And there's arguments that if Longstreet, uh, if they'd followed Longstreet's plan, then like there might have been more success um, during the Battle of Gettysburg for the Confederacy, which is not why I want, like for the record, is not why I want that to win. But that is an explanation of a little bit who he was. But what happened was he, I mean, he really went toe to toe with Lee at the Battle of Gettysburg and, you know, called him out. And then after the war ended, he called Lee out for, you know, the war, them losing the war because I'm not selling this well, uh, them losing the war um, because of Lee. But the reason that I like him is because he became a Republican after the Civil War. And like, he was anti-slavery, I believe. And um, like, he was a good general. This didn't age well. Um, he <laughs> it didn't age well, as you're saying it. <laughs> Yeah. It didn't age well, but like it was like it made sense years ago because I mean he was a good general, right. and you know he was like not for slaves and was became Republican after the Civil War and fought for a lot of good stuff, but he was like basically crucified in the South because he went against you know General Lee, right. and um, like so his, that didn't his age big well, sins so in the post-war South were that he he led freed and armed black citizens and that he sided with the Republicans. And so then he was shunned. So there's like two long street statues anywhere. And there's like hundreds of Lee statues. Wait. There's one long street statue at Gettysburg. That's hidden pretty good. And there's, I think there's like one in his hometown and that's it. But my favorite long street story is like when he wasn't invited to the reunion, basically the reunion. That's what I call it. And um, he showed up anyways and he got a standing ovation from his men. Um, and he and Longstreet, or he and Lee stayed friends for the rest of their lives. Yeah, they were, they were always no... close, but the rest of like the Southern generals never forgave him for publicly disagreeing with Lee and for his siding with like his good friend Grant after the war. Yeah. So like, I want to give him a hug because like he fought, for the bad guys, but he was a good guy. Um, but I would probably change it now. Who is it now? I would like to have lunch with Catherine the Great. And very important firearms figure. She was giving guns away to everybody. Dude, she loved guns. What's that? Catherine the Great? 
Oh, she is an amazing huntress. Yeah, no, she she gave guns because we have that one gun in the collection that she gave to King Louis the Fifteenth of France. Yeah, no, she was super like into guns. I mean, she and I could talk about lots of stuff, but I have so many things. Like, I want to know how she like overthrew her husband and like what happened to him. You know, like when he when he died, like accidentally, mysterious. What? I have a good question for you. Okay. If you were to bring a gun back to Catherine the Great for her collection. What would you bring? Oh, a gun back to Catherine the Great for the. From, I'm gonna do co- from the Cody Farms Museum collection because my brain can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I would? I would bring that blunderbuss back that she gave to King Louis the Fifteenth and been like, "Did you actually own this?" <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate regift. Right, and then like she'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd go back to the Cody Farms Museum, change the label to say allegedly. <laughs> you wouldn't change the label to be right. You would still give us credit that it was hers, even though she told you. For- I would say allegedly. <laughs> Got it. Um, all right, Danny. Who would you? Oh, you said Burton. Well, I said Burton, but I want to. Re- I want to think about this a little more because I. Want I feel like Burton that's boring. Because <laughs> he was so involved at Winchester, he could answer a lot of the questions we have from that period of Winchester history. Like, like why didn't he patent the Burton? Like, come on, guy. Um, did Come it on, guys. go to Springfield? But then there's a lot of other people. Like, I kind of want to meet John Hall. Like, he might not like me, but I don't know. I want to meet him. Why wouldn't he like you? I don't you know. know I just, I I just kind meet? of assume that anybody that's, that's like from pre 1900 probably wouldn't like me that much. Like, they'd be like, uh, who are you? They would hate me. Yeah, I mean, you would, yeah. They would hate me, or I'd be like smoking a cigar with them. Like, I'd win them over. Eli Whitney would be an interesting one. Um, who else would Sam I Sam Colt. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I, I would take him a collier and be like, I know you saw one of these. I know it. And he'd be like, mm, he'd be like I no, I didn't. I didn't. I made this up. I don't think so. Don't think so. Um, who else? I guess we would, what would you give to King Louis? If you would take Catherine the Great, her own blunderbuss, would you take King Louis, his own hunting wheel lock? I would bring King, no. That's not King Louis. That's not King Louis the Fifteenth. I thought it was thirteen. Henry. No, it's not. Was it King Louis the Fifteenth? Fifteenth got the blunderbuss. I think thirteen had the. That was it. I was like, that's not the right number. I would bring him Napoleon the Third's alleged gun. The pinfire? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he'd be like, who's that? <laughs> He's like, I don't want to spoil everything, but um, y'all's dynasty is about to get beheaded. No, Danny, we should totally bring that musket tune with the saber bayonet. Be like, <laughs> we have a great idea for you. <laughs> we have a great, give all your cards one of these. It'll work out. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, um. I think this is it. Time travel. We could time travel and give Lincoln the gun that he never received. Or, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you were going to say. I'm not going to say it. I I don't think you do. Listeners can figure it out. I don't think, no, you don't know. Oh, well, then now you have to say it. I can't. Say it. I promise. Said it. Say it. 
Krigoff made a gun of the year. It had Lincoln engravings on it. It wasn't super historically accurate. Did not know that you were going to say that. No, and I wasn't. I told him I wouldn't talk about it. Oh. So we should cut that whole part out. Well, we got to figure out where we're in the world we're going to end this episode because we've been talking forever and it's been such a tangent of a ramble of an episode. Um. Are you guys going to say bye? <laughs> I would take the Lincoln Ed hammer gun to Abraham Lincoln. Okay, bye.